Chapter 1 A Dream It was the summer of 1988. Jazzy Jays was the premier hotspot in the city on Saturday night, the converted storefront with a massive bar and a thumping surround sound stereo system was the club of choice for all Columbus, Ohio ballers and cluck cluck heads who were after the ballers' money. Dope boys and gold diggers alike dressed their best when stepping up in jazzies and made sure that their whips were fresh to impress. But for all jazzies' promises, its shortcomings were the 2 a.m. closing time and that it didn't serve food. For this reason, the Waffle House was the place to head after the club. The Waffle House was packed to capacity, and this breezy night it was no different. The washed, waxed, and chromed-out rides filling the parking lot looked like a car show. Jimmy Blazers rolled through bumping EPMD. IROCs burnt rubber up and down the street, racing and showing off their acceleration. BMW 325s were here and there, along the several 5.0 Mustangs and chromed-out Cutlass Supremes and Regals, while Pete Rock and CL Smooth, Run DMC, and LL Cool J provided the soundtrack for the night. That was until the police showed up and mobbed the place. Some folks fled. Others stayed. This was typical. The police knew that the Waffle House was where everyone hung out after Jazzy's clothes. They also knew that people raced, and they weren't going to stop. We were just young people having fun, and we were going to continue. Depending on the popo's mood, they run up on us like Rambo just to see folks scatter like roaches. Look at those fucking idiots in the street drag racing. Chino said, protesting to Fabian when he saw the swarm of officers. Leaning up against his Jeep Cherokee, Chino shook his head in disgust. The officers climbed out of their police cars and started herding the crowd back against the Waffle House's side wall. Some of the officers began searching the gathered crowd. Damn, I'm strapped, Joe. Chino whispered in Fabian's ear. Shit, get rid of it, kid. They searching. Peep game. Fabian nodded to his right. They ain't searching the boppers. Oh shit. I need to slip out my jammy to a chicken head. Chino said. <laughs> Do that and kiss it goodbye, man. Fabian told him. Damn. That was my favorite pistol of yours, too. You should have sold it to me when I asked you to. You let some chick hold it, risk not getting it back, but you couldn't sell it to me. <laughs> Dude, that's fucked up. You tripping, rap? Chino told him. I got my Ruger P89, not the Beretta, but I'll sell you this bitch right here, right now. Chino looked at Fabian seriously. He didn't care about his piece. He just wanted it off of him. Fabian laughed. <laughs> Nigga, you crazy. That's showcased. Enjoy it. Bullshit, Chino told him defiantly. He maneuvered away from Fabian and into the crowd. He squeezed his way through until he found what he was looking for, a female with a large purse. He slipped his weapon inside the slit on his side. What are you doing? Pam asked, turning in his direction. Pam Xavier was fresh to the city. She had grown up in Detroit's famed LeDroit Park area, the daughter of upper-middle-class parents who gave her the best. Private school, lessons in piano, French, and Spanish, the best of everything. She was 16 and already a graduate from Catholic school. Pam was an all-American girl who was away from the watchful eyes of her parents, living it up in a place she knew little about. She was totally brand new. Yo. 
Check it, little mama, Chino told her. They checking the hard heads, not the chicken heads, so you can just close up your purse and hold on to that for daddy. First of all, Pam said, craning her neck. I'm not your little mama. You're not my daddy. I'm not a chicken head, and I'm not holding shit for you. Pam looked inside her purse, and her eyes became large when she saw what he had placed in there. Hell no! She screeched in an angry tone. Definitely not this! Chino held up his hands. Okay, say it a little louder. I don't think the popo heard you, damn. Give a brother a case, why don't you? This is your case, Pam told him. You shouldn't be carrying a gun anyway. It's guys like you that mess things up.